This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. Got to get up, get up, get in, and uh, get on down the road where they're standing around waiting for the old Trailblazer like they used to do. Standing around the water tank over there by the depot or either standing over there by the sawmill waiting or the logger. The old Trailblazer used to go out there in the logging camp where they was cutting logs. Had to be careful they'd throw a tree on him. But this is the old Trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendorvis. I'm bringing you a series of studies now on this broadcast, old Dan and I, on the soon coming of the Antichrist. And people are very interested. I get called people tell me they're interested, and they're happy to hear from me, happy to hear these broadcasts, and they'll all be on CDs available shortly. It's $1 per CD, and there's five messages on each CD. And if you, did, if you write me and call me and let me know, I'll be glad to put your name down on the list or when they get through. We'll send them to you. Also, I wanted to mention, I hardly ever mentioned, Pastor L.R. Shelton was a pastor and the founder of this work for many, many, many years. And he went home to be with the Lord in the early 70s. And we have much material here by him. I've mentioned in a study but past over 300 titles that he brought, messages that we have in booklet form, and I'll be glad to send them to you. But also, I wanted to mention at this time, we have what how, he, how the Lord saved him. He named the title of the book, How and When God Saved a Baptist Preacher. If you write me or email me, I'll be glad to send it to you free and postpaid. I believe it'll shed a bunch of light, a lot of light on our ministry here. But let's get back to our study. We're looking there at uh, sort of looking at modernism and what it is. Present day modernism is the exaltation of man. Now, why is that so? Because men, as a rule, don't love the truth. They don't want Christ to rule over them. You know, when you turn down the truth, you turn to Satan's lie. And that lie is that you will be your own God, which is deifying of man. Mr. Harry Emerson Fodstick, I mentioned him in our last study, the spokesman for the apostate church and the leader of the present-day modernism, says in his book, Living Under Tension, Living under tension. Now, I have a, a quotation from him. I want to read it for you. He says, Someday I predict a man will rise by whose hands a federation of the world will be affected. Wars stop thereby. And his name will go down across the centuries associated with that great achievement as Caponius. Name is with astronomy and Lincoln's with the preservation of the Union. That will come. He's saying he'll be a famous person. Someday he will arise. For all we know, he may be living at this time. He's speaking of the Antichrist, of course. And in some unknown village here on this earth, there in his crib. But when he comes, what will it take to make him, listen, what will it take to make him uh, decisive? Could you say that? This same Mr. Fosdick does not believe in blood redemption or in the virgin birth of the Lord or the return of our Lord back to this earth again. But he does not. But he does believe that a man will rise with peace in his hands. This is the doctrine of modernism. Listen, they they are they are they are under the, they're in this group of modernists who gave us the RSB Bible in which they undercut the deity of Christ and exalt man. These men are the foremost forerunners and heralds 
of Christ, of the Antichrist. Just like John the Baptist was a forerunner of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, brother, you just hold that, will you? As we often say here, drive a pig down there, drive a stake down there and hold to it. Now, let's show you how the spirit of the Antichrist has permeated the, the whole Christian, Christendom. In the average church, sin is minimized, Christ is humanized, man is deified and exalted, and salvation is taken for granted. The emphasis of the average church is put on the exaltation of man. Man is preaching up, preached up, and Christ is preached down. This carries us back to what we have said about the love of the truth. And the reason that man is exalted is because there's no Holy Spirit conviction. The presence of Christ is not known in the average church. Wherever the present, listen now, wherever the presence of the Lord, wherever the presence is, is manifested in mighty Holy Spirit conviction, man is deflated. Where the Holy Spirit, Christ is, is manifested in the preaching of God's word, man is deflated destrutted, and humbled in the dust. My friend, I, I wish I could explain. I wish I could tell you how that under Holy Spirit conviction, we say man is brought down, 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 deflated. That's right. In other words, man is preached down, and Christ in his lordship are preached up. It's Christ that we exalt, my friend. Here in this ministry that we have, folks call me, almost on a weekly basis, daily basis sometimes, especially if we go into a new area. Folks call me and say, Trailblazer, what, what do y'all preach? What does a radio missions preach? And I tell them we preach primarily Christ, that man is a sinner by birth and that Christ came to seek and to save lost sinners. No, I know that's not all I'd like to say, but right now God is on the throne we preach God on the throne, man as his footstool, God as sovereign, and man in the dust of repentance. Oh, my friend, I feel so insufficient. Now, the reason that this has become, there is another Jesus. Paul said in Second Corinthians 11, For if he that cometh preaches another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye have you have not accepted, you might well bear with him. Now, listen, who was the Jesus that Paul preached? He preached the Lord Jesus Christ. Peter, Peter said in Acts 2.36, Now, therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made that same Jesus whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Paul preached Jesus on the throne as Lord. Paul never called him Jesus. It was always Christ, Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ. He had respect unto the Lord Jesus. Now, my friend, I listen to radio preachers once in a while, as I told you, but I hear them call him Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And I tell you, I go in the, in the grocery store, and I find a little girl on the front there with a T-shirt on, and she says, Have a Jesus day, mister. Have a Jesus day, mister and it makes me want to throw up. I've told you that before. And I have people call me, business people wanting to sell T-shirts like that. Have a Jesus day. Or have you trusted Jesus? Those, that kind of stuff. Therefore, let me, let me go back to what Paul was saying. Paul never called the Lord Jesus. It was always 
uh, Christ or the Lord Jesus Christ. He had respect unto the Lordship of Christ. If you'll study the Acts of the Apostle, you'll find this great truth. Those apostles and early disciples never, never, never used the name Jesus alone. Listen, they never performed a miracle in the name of Jesus. It was always in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the name of Christ, or the Lord Jesus Christ. They never baptized in the name of Jesus. It was always in the name of Jesus Christ. We tell folks, I do tell folks here, uh, you never get saved until you come to know our Lord as Lord, not Jesus, not sweet Jesus, my friend. Oh, no. They never addressed him in prayer as Jesus. It was always the Lord Jesus Christ. So the Jesus Paul preached was the one who is exalted as the Lord Jesus Christ, is the one whom we preach here and hold up as the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But there's being preached now all over this land another Jesus, another Jesus, and that's the doctrine of the Antichrist or the humanizing of the Lord Jesus Christ. They hate his lordship, and they always speak of him as Jesus. The Jesus they preach today I mean, listen now, I mean the Jesus that's being preached from the average pulpit today is God of their own imagination. It's a name under which Satan moves and masquerades himself to deceive the hearers of the, uh, to deceive the, the sinner, hearts of sinners. Listen now, it's a name under which Satan moves today to keep church members blinded, blinded to their awful condition. The, the Bible tells us that men and women are blinded by Satan, in the lap of Satan. Did you ever think about being that we come here in the lap of Satan? I, 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 you, you don't want to be awakened. I have folks tell me, well, I never did want to be awakened, and I know that's true. I describe it as like when I was a boy coming up, a teenager. My mother had younger children than me and younger than I was. And she would nurse them at night before she put them to bed on the front porch when it was cool. And she'd say, Sister, brother, come take sister and put her, put her in the bed for me. She'd, and, boy, I would go over there, and when we pulled her off of the breast, you talk about a yeah, 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 she didn't want to do No, neither does, neither does the average individual want to admit that he's blinded by Satan. He loves that, loves that atmosphere. But listen, my friend, as a result, sinners are not being awakened to their lost condition. They're not disturbed. No. They'll join the church in the name of Jesus, and, and uh, they'll give their hearts to Jesus. I, have, I hear preachers on the radio. Have you given your heart to Jesus? Have you received Jesus? That's another misnomer. The Lord Jesus Christ does not stand before you to be received or rejected. No, ma'am. No, sir. No, sir. You stand before the Lord to be rejected or received. You stand before him. You don't stand before you. The Lord has never stood before a sinner to be accepted or rejected. No, sir. Do you see the awful day in which we're living, my friend? Do you? Do you see where we stand? Listen, have you ever been awakened to your lost condition? Have you? Have you ever been awakened? Did you just join some of this old preacher said? Did you just join the church in the name of Jesus? Or do you know the Lord Jesus Christ, the second person of the triune God? Oh, I have 
preachers, famous preachers, write me and call me and say there's no such a thing as a trinity. One of the famous singing groups all over America. They, you know who it is if I told you, but I won't, I won't give them that credit. Wrote me, wrote a book and sent it to me. And it denies the trinity, my friend. They say that God is God, but that's all. Oh, what, how ignorant, my friend. But Satan keeps you blinded. The Antichrist does. And uh, but I, I, I just want to tell you, I'm happy to be with you at this time. I want to tell you, my friend, we've put our finger on the doctrine of modernism and the spiritual spirit of the Antichrist today. And I, I wish you would uh, pray about this work. Pray about the Lord's work here. Forget, pray that the Lord would give me uh, wisdom to be true to be true to your soul. Do you ever have anybody be true to your soul? Listen, I tell folks, my my congregation here, when you visiting with someone, don't ask them what church they go to. Ask them are they, are they saved. Ask them, do you know the Lord? I told you about the lady. He come to me after a funeral and tell me how great I, my sermon was or my message. And I said, lady, are you a Christian? Are you know the Lord? She said, hmm, I guess so. I walked the aisle 40 years ago. Walked the aisle 40 years ago. Is that your experience, my friend? Oh, my friend, how, how we need the Lord's mercy. Mercy, Lord. This, this, this old preacher one night dismissed his service. He called on Brother Joe back there in the back to dismiss. And old Joe stood up and said, oh, God, give us justice. And the man sitting by him grabbed him by the coattail and pulled him down and said, Joe, don't. Oh, Lord, we need mercy. Lord, we need mercy today, tonight, not justice. If we get justice, we're all going to hell. Oh, my friend, this is the old trailblazer. I wish I had more time. I run out of time so quickly. And uh, also a lady called me the other day and said, Pastor, trailblazer, you mean it costs money to put these messages on the radio? You mean it costs money? I said, yes, ma'am. It sure does, and it costs a lot of money. Would you help us with the broadcast? If you agree with anything I say, would you help us with the broadcast? And then remember my mailing address, Radio Mission, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my phone number, air code 225-664-8658. This is Pastor Pendar. Say goodbye, and God bless you.